It's Tuesday, April 28, 2020. The president has asked me to look at all of our options. Obviously, it's a pretty extraordinary situation. Trump administration desperately looking for ways to bail out the U.S. oil industry. Big banks ditching Arctic drilling projects. Federal judge blocks Keystone XL pipeline. Again. Plus. During this crisis, the goal is to get up to 100 miles of those open streets. New York City taking back the streets for pedestrians. All of those stories and more straight ahead from bradblog.com. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. It is the 50th Earth Day, the big 5-0. And I gotta say, Earth is still looking good. She's just getting hotter every year. Oh man, this is your Green News Report. Okay, Desi Doyen, Donald Trump has not been able to save the coal industry. They continue to die. And now it looks like the oil industry is dying on his watch as well. Yep, the Trump White House is under growing pressure from Republicans and oil lobbyists to bail out the U.S. oil industry, suffering from crashing oil prices due to a collapse in demand during coronavirus shutdowns around the world and a global oil supply glut. Demand in the United States alone has fallen 30 percent. Goldman Sachs on Monday warned its clients that global oil storage could be full in just three to four weeks. Reuters reports that at least one company has asked regulators to permit the use of pipelines for crude oil storage. And Trump Treasury Secretary Steve Mnuchin said he may create a special federal loan program to give financial assistance to U.S. oil companies. Louisiana Governor John Bell Edwards, a Democrat, on Friday temporarily suspended his state's oil severance taxes. Those are royalties paid by the oil and gas industry for extracting the public's resources. So they're talking about storing oil in pipelines, just basically leaving it there? Yes. And what happens when they fill up, when there is no place to put it? Then all of the oil goes to negative pricing and they are paying people to take it off their hands? Where will they put it? That is the big question. And yet they can't stop drilling because they're drug pushers. And just a heads up, industry analysts warn that on the other side of the pandemic, assuming that there is one, that's grim. it will take time to restart oil production with likely supply shortages and spikes in oil and gas prices. But there is some good news for the fragile Arctic. Banking giants Morgan Stanley and Citigroup are the latest major financial institutions to announce that they will no longer finance new oil and gas projects in the Arctic. Morgan Stanley specifically said it will not support direct financing for exploration or development in the pristine Arctic National Wildlife Refuge. When will Donald Trump's war on oil ever end? Well, that was a bit too much for Republican Senator Dan Sullivan of Alaska. In an Oval Office appearance with Trump on Friday, he accused the big banks of being prejudiced. They're starting to discriminate against American energy companies, discriminate against investment in my state, in Alaska. And I think it's going to be really important. These big big Wall Street banks that that want uh, the federal government to help support them, and then they discriminate against 
a critical sector of the U.S. economy. So are they demanding that these banks invest in these oil companies? What about the free market? What about not picking winners and losers? I guess that doesn't matter when the losers in question are the oil companies. And despite cratering oil prices, the Alberta provincial government in Canada is doubling down on the controversial Keystone XL pipeline. The Alberta government has agreed to invest $1 billion in the project despite 10 years and counting of litigation. However, a federal judge in Montana recently blocked the project's construction on the U.S. side, again, ruling that permits issued by the Army Corps of Engineers violated Federal Endangered Species Act and clean water laws, ordering a do-over. Oh, so now the courts are discriminating. It's outrageous. We need a civil rights act for the fossil fuel industry. <laughs> but Canada is trying out something a bit different to retain jobs, creating a $100 million fund to give out grants to oil field services companies to clean up abandoned wells. Good. About time they cleaned up after themselves. Finally, New York City is joining a growing group of major U.S. cities that are banning cars on streets that are mostly empty anyway due to stay-at-home orders and opening them up to pedestrians to help them get outside while still maintaining social and physical distance amid the coronavirus pandemic. Mayor Bill de Blasio announced on Monday that the Big Apple will temporarily ban cars on about 40 miles worth of streets in and around city parks. They'll install bike lanes and expand sidewalks with a goal of giving 100 miles of streets ultimately back to city residents. So that's only during the crisis, right? Right. It'll end on the other side. Yes, if there is one. Grim. But you know, New York City residents may not want to give them back. For much more on all of these stories and those we couldn't get to today, please check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. Find, follow, and share us planetwide on the Facebooks and the Twitters at Green News Report. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyne. And this has been your Green News Report.